further what we started discussing yesterday. Yesterday we discussed a general point. We discussed the idea that, and this is going to be very relevant to the Mrs. Sharim over here, actually to the whole safer of the Mrs. Sharim as a whole. We discussed the idea that within the Olam Haruchni there is causality. Things are not random and the natural inclination of people who relate to the spiritual world in an unhealthy fashion is they imagine since they can't feel or touch it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have parameters. In other words, what makes in the physical world our perception of a given article or item is based on the way our senses process it and then there's really two dimensions to our understanding of the point of our investigation the first dimension is our sensory experience, its color, its texture, its smell, its taste. And then of course the boundaries that define the extent of the object also form our perception of it because they separate it from the rest of reality. The brick that you pick up in your hand it also has certain dimensions, it has a, a width, it has a height. So of course the boundaries influence our understanding but there's an added element to our perception which is not just the boundaries when we explore the spiritual world since our senses have no access we can't use those that apparatus in order to see what exists beyond the physical the apparatus we do use is a different type of telescope it's called a seichel and the way the seichel sees is dafka through the boundaries by the limitations by the conceptual definition of the given being and then the definition the definition means a definition means the outline of the boundaries of the given being as explained in the language of logic, in the language in speech, that definition defining the parameters gives us, imparts to us the knowledge of what the thing is. We have no notion of the thing itself. Our grasp of the thing is the definition. The parameters are the thing. As Loshadram Chal is Hashem Tsiur Sikhlainu Miloshan Tsiur Miloshan Tsura Tsura Miloshan Tsar Tsar means it's, it's narrow, it's, it doesn't, doesn't extend, it, it has a gvul, has a boundary. The boundaries, which are the definition, define the nature of the spiritual world. In other words, the apparatus that we use to see the world beyond sight is the apparatus of definition of defining the boundaries. The weaker our key for perceiving that world is, the more the boundaries between the given beings, realities, forces, 
the more the boundaries are smudged the more the boundaries are smudged the more we destroy the concrete nature of that reality and thus the more we feel that the boundaries don't exist and we undermine the solidity of that world beyond the senses which is antithetical to our path in Yiddishkeit as it says Kol Hashem Shoiver Arozim Kol Hashem the Kol Hashem Kivyochel the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shoiver Arozim an Erez cedar tree is the most tangible expression of the solidity of the physical reality and the Kol Hashem which has no physical form Shoiver Arozim completely wipes out the Erez the only reason the Kol Hashem from the individual's perspective has any power is if the parameters in that Kol Hashem are well defined through the use of the Seichel then the reality is clear cut when the reality is clear cut so then it's much more powerful than a measly areas but when the boundaries are smudged fudgy and blurred in other words, what we're saying now is that not that vagueness is the ultimate enemy of the Talmudic student, but vagueness predicts the demise of any connection to Ruchnius, because in the world of vagueness, Ruchnius ceases to have a solid existence, and hence a person's perception of cause and effect in the spiritual world is completely random and that's why the perception of oh if I do anything I'll get anything starts to become a guiding light in a person's life which of course becomes absolutely destructive because he starts to strive for madragas, hasogas, havonas which he'll never get to as we said yesterday that in the Ruchniastika world there's a koyach called an Amen. The Amen, when accompanied with two conditions called Koichoi, which means the whole Nafshoi Vekavanosoi, creates a new reality called Poiski Noishara Gan Eden. Gan Eden has a Geder, has a definition. If you do the Koich of Amen, accompanied by those two Tanoim, then you get there. If you say Tehillim, if you give Tzedakah, if you fast for 40 days, you will not get there. Because there's causality. There's a Geder and a Gvul to the way things work. This idea is so basically fundamental to absolutely everything we touch on, that it's almost impossible to live life as a true Jew unless this idea becomes the very fiber of your being. And that is why as long as you're asking the question why do we learn Gomorrah it means that that idea hasn't yet settled in the deeper recesses of yourself because what the Gomorrah is doing is it's using the apparatus of the Seichel to give the Geder and the Gvul to the different Koiches and only once a person has explored 
that process. Only once a person has gone on that voyage do the words I'm saying now make any sense. But before a person begins to learn the language of Seichel, everything I say now will sound nonsensical. And therefore, one has to start to develop sight in spirituality. Sight in spirituality is giving the Gedder and the Gvul the definition of the given Koyach. And that's what Torah Baal seeks to do. So Torah Baal is not telling us rules. Torah Baal is allowing us access to see what otherwise we would be blind to, to smell, touch and feel what otherwise would be beyond our reach. And therefore there's really nothing more important for our own spiritual growth than becoming well versed in that language because it's more than just a development of a sphere of knowledge it's really moving from blindness to sightedness moving from the darkness to the light and ultimately moving from the world of the temporary the world which will come to an end the world of the material to the world of spiritual a very different presentation of the distinction between those two worlds than one may have thought prior to the entrance to Yeshiva. Sometimes people think that access to the spiritual world can be gained through experiencing emotion. And they feel by engaging in the intellect one destroys the spiritual world based on our description now the opposite is true. That the emotions have the capacity to really destroy the world regardless of how elevated one may feel. Because the place you go to is a self-constructed high that you could as easily have gained through the intake of narcotic substances. Which clearly don't produce a vision of reality even though they may produce a vision. So I think that's important. I think that that's, that's what we see from the Ramchal over here. The Ramchal, when he start, starts to deal with tshuva, he doesn't say, ah, just do it. The Abish will make it all good. Do you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's possessed by understanding how does the mechanic work. How can it work? There's din. It's impossible. And then he goes into a description, and granted, perhaps we haven't plumbed the depths of the description as of yet, but we see there's a description. And really that's <coughs> the theme of the whole of the, of the Ramchal, of the Mrs. Shraim. He says, listen, I want you to get to Rech HaKodesh. So why do, what does the Ramchal say next? Once, once he's given us the goal, Rech HaKodesh is the goal. So what does he say? He doesn't stop there. He doesn't say, go out and get it. <laughs> he says, Rech HaKodesh is the goal. By the way, this is the way it works. Torah. You need that in place. Then Zihirus. You need that. Then Zrizus. Then the Kirus. What if I say, Rabbeinu Ramchal, I like Kedusha. Kedoshim to your state. I like Kedusha. I'm going to go to Kedusha. He'll say, You won't get to Rechakodesh. You won't get to Kedusha either. Because you don't have Torah, Zihirus, Zrizus, Nikius. Precious Torah. You're just not going to get there. Because it's 
you have to build. You have to build. Olam Torah is binyan. You can't start building a building on the sixth floor. It doesn't stand. It doesn't last. You can build a castle in the sky that way, but we all know what happens to castles in the sky. Do you know what happens to castles in the sky? They come a tumbling down, just like Humpty Dumpty. The sad thing is that people spend their life, life, lifetime building castles in the sky and it collapses. So they build another castle in the sky and that collapses. And they spend their lives building little castles in the sky. And of course, it, it, it feeds them and it fuels them because they feel, I'm doing the right thing because I just, I know it didn't work, but this time it's going to work. Why? Because I really wanted to. Are you doing the right things to get that result? No, it's in this airy-fairy, spiritual worldy doldy There's no cause and effect. I can just do anything and anything will happen. I'll give, again, we'll do the old, I'll give 18 shekels to the Vada Rabunim and they'll give it to 18 different Sadiqim who'll be located in 18 different holy spots and they'll say 18 different Kapitlach Tehillim which are simultaneously connected to the 18 multiples of the gematria of my name and Wemo Bemo! I'll be the next Golador! Hatoya nicknames the Memches Dwarim. There's Memches Dwarim Shatoya nicknames by him. If you want Torah, so you say, I want Torah. Okay, well, there's 48 Dwarim that you have to have to get Torah. I know, but I want Torah without them. So you say to a person, Do you want to get married? Uh huh. Okay, it says, Aisha nicknames the Sholesh Dwarim. Case of Starobiam. Beer has been outlawed, Midrabonin. Kesef star. No one does a star because a woman will be offended if you give a piece of paper as opposed to a ring. So you've got Kesef. What happens if you say to the woman, I want to marry you? Are you an Orthodox Jew? Strictly. Okay. Um, so you want to make a kingdom on me? I absolutely do. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So well, what you have to do is, the Messiah condition explains, you have to now be coined the issue with a Shabbat Prutta. So he says, I know, but I love her so much. I'm sure the king will just happen to me, No, it won't. There'll be no getting. There'll, no there'll be no kiddushin. There could be no getting. There'll be no aishas ish. There'll be no gornish. There'll be nothing. But, but I want to, and I love her, and I cherish her. Surely, surely just if I want to, we'll be married? No, you won't. Because if you don't do this, that won't happen. So like Torah, there's memches dvarim, so Torah nicknames them. If you don't do the memches dvarim, so then you won't have Torah. So you come to me and you say, Ruby, I just feel that I'm not getting to it. Well, have you done the Kinyanim? No. Uh-huh. Do you want to do the Kinyanim? No. What do you want? I just want Torah. Uh-huh. You mean you want to go to my toilet without leaving your seat? And buy something without spending money? Yes, I just want it. Well, that's very nice. But in my world, that's called fantasy or what's called childish thinking. A child wants everything and he doesn't realize that there's cause and effect attached to it. That's called a lack of seichel. That's called fantasy. So as long as the person, rests, the person can, can remain a child in his mind and apply the fantasies of his Jewish aspirations. If you want to, this is how you have to go about it. And if you don't go about it this way, do you know what you'll have? Nothing. But, 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 but I mean so well. You certainly do. Kolakovod lecha. Mamish. Here you go, I'm going to give you a certificate of merit.
If you want a certificate, if you want a certificate of merit, that's what I'll give you. If you want it, so then it's not going to work. Certificate of merit, Bakasha. Just tell me what you want and tell me how you want to get it, and then I'll do it for you. Are you with me, Temin? You with me, Jacob? So already we have to realize that it's not a game. It's so not a game. Oh, so now we have to learn up the Mishnah and see how does the Kenyan of the Memchis Dvarim work? Is the Kenyan Mukhlat? Meaning that until you have all Memchis, you have nothing. Efshe, it's like the Kenyan of Mikanul Achashloishim. Aha, it's a different Kenyan. It means any time you get one of the Memchis Dvarim, you have a Mikzas Kenyan. And when you have all Memchis, then you have a Kenyan Gomor. I don't know, we have to learn up the Mishnah. That's also a reality. Correct. By woman, by woman, so the Kenyan is a Kenyan Gomer and it happens with us Achas. What about Torah? It's also a Kenyan. Right? How does it happen? Is it Bavas Achas or is it slowly over the course of time? So now we have to look at the mission and learn up how the causality of Torah works. Are there different aspects of Torah that you acquire that possibility or no? Of course there's a possibility. When it says Kenyan Torah, what's referring to? What's it referring to? Is it Kola Torah Kula, Nigla, Nista, Mikra, Mishnah, Sifri, Sifra? We have to learn up the Mishnah. But that's why the Abisha gave us Torah. So here we've got the Torah, it says, okay, boys, this is how you have to get all the things you want. So that's great. I'm going to give to Dr. Vader upon him. Uh, where does it say that? Nowhere. Oh, it does. It says on those handout sheets. In graphic color. So that's, that's not a way to build. We both say we have to build ourselves. We have to build ourselves. Building takes work and takes understanding and there's cause and effect and there's a reality to the Olam Aruchni. And that's why Mr. Shreem wrote his book. He said, listen, people that don't get it, they think you can just get everywhere by, if you roll it enough in the snow and you beat yourself up and you say lots of Mizmoyer Tehillim and you fast and you give Sadakas, so that's the way to go. He says, that's Gavaldic, but that ain't going to get you. I mean, that's going to get you whatever that gets you, but it's not going to get you what it doesn't get you. Are you following me, Rabbi Yisrael? So therefore, a person has to construct his life. Now this is crucial because we are heading towards Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah And we're asking the Eivishta to be a part of building that world. As we've said many times before, that the Talmudah Chachamim are referred to in the Mishnah in Taharis, spelt out in the Gemara and Shabbat as Banoim, they're called builders. They're called builders. Because they build the world. How do they build the world? That they use their insight and their knowledge of Torah to construct the reality. Something that I certainly have to do. And we all have to do because otherwise we'll remain we we'll remain main these I don't know what we will I don't know what we are. I don't know what I don't know what that I don't know what that I don't know what I don't know what that is. I don't know what who and how a Jew that doesn't have this perspective what, what, what that is, what is that, what is that? I don't know what that is. We have to be burning, we have to be banoying, we have to build, we have to build, we have to build and build, and build and build. Are you following me, Rabbi? So therefore the Ramchal says that if you want to build an Olam of Tshuva, this is what you need to do. And the Ramchal's approach is that you need to have an Akira Sarotsoy, whereby the Akira Sarotsoy is Ka Akira and he gives a whole list of criteria which need to be fulfilled. And if you don't do that, well, then you didn't do tshuva. But what happens if you really wanted to do tshuva and you gave loads of tzedakah, utfila, and you think it's tshuva? No, it's not. Tshuva, tzedakah, 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 t
It's not. So you have to know, as the Ramchal says, to conclude the parak. Says the Ramchal that. If a person, these are the criteria. Dahainu, shebahoyis shebiyoyis ashav makir is chetoy. When the person has had koras achet, he has to see the chet. He has to be makir the chet, meaning he has to recognize, like you recognize a friend. You see what it is. It, I think of it means more than just you acknowledge you did it. You see how bad it is. You, the Akkoras HaChet is, you see the Pchisus in the Chet, the lowliness, the degradation, the Verstunkenkeit. Number one, Makkeras HaChet, Umoide Boy, Vidui, you're able to express the Pchisus HaChet and that you did it. And you see how that made you low by getting involved in it. Vishav, and you return to a higher level of self. Umis charet and love charata gumur demi karka charata saneder mamish, and you regret it, and a regret from the outset, like you would regret a neder that you made under false premises. Shemis nachem legamre that you completely change your entire framework in regard to this. And you desire and you passionately want that this was never done. Umitz and you're pained in your heart, in your reality, in your experience. A mighty pain, Alshik Fanaso, Hadavar, that it's already been done. And you don't do it again, and not only that, you run away from it a mile if it ever comes close to you. Then, Hinei. Then, that. That's called an uprooting. That's mamish getting down to the kishkas and taking the ver outside of you. And then when you take the ver outside of you, you take it outside of the metzias. And your aver will be removed and your chatas will be toned. Then the ovoin, this, those criteria, and only those criteria. But what happens if I if I fast for sixteen days? It doesn't help. Unless you do that stuff, this won't happen. But when you do that stuff, what will happen? So then it's Mamish Therefore it will remove it from the reality in that which you did now and you regretted and you were pained retroactively and now is what was. And this of course is Above and beyond the letter of the law, but nevertheless, it's not absolutely contrary to din. There is a tzad to say that it makes sense. It's, it is din dick. Why? That in place of the desire you had to do the chait, and I know that you got from it, comes now the regret and the pain. 
Arichus Azman says the Muslim Shoim going further with the other dinim whereby the Midas Arachimim deals with the Midas Adin in seemingly a perversion of din. V'chein Arichus Azman the lengthening of the time before the punishment comes ain't any vitora in our chait. It's not that the Kodesh Baruch foregoes the chait. Elas avlanus ketzas as patience lift to echle pesach tikkun to give him the opportunity to fix it up. The chen shakol darke chesed keinen bara mezaka abba and all other dinim of chesed within din. For example, that the fact that the son can merit his father or he mixes nefesh kecholan nefesh or. Uh, Mix us nefesh kechol nefesh because the muskarim bedivrei chachamim. All these other dinim darke chesedim the kabel is a muat kemeruba. They accept the 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 minority as the majority, a little as a lot. Achlemis nagdim machishim mamash midasadin, but they don't absolutely uproot the midasadin. Kikvayesh bim tam hogun hechosh lehachshiv oizon. They already have a rational approach which makes them viable. Ach, but yevatru averes beloy klum. Akosh bochus just forego averes without any consequences. Oishe lo yud. Or you shouldn't pay any attention to them. Say, that would be complete perversion of the din. That would just be ridiculous. There would be a complete um, destruction of din. There would be no consequences to anything. And therefore, that's impossible. And if one of these Drachim that are offered above the chayter, the person who deviated, doesn't find himself to escape. He doesn't use to escape. Vadash midas adin like toshavreikam. The midas adin will not come out empty. V'chein omri chazal marich apay akrosh bochu lengthens his patience. He postpones his anger. The gavi delay, but then he collects what is his. Therefore, there's really no room for a person to be seduced. His levilty is a mass of to avoid looking into his deeds, as a hero to dictate bomb, tachlis a and to be exacting what he does. And therefore, a person has to be zoiche, to be concerned with zeros. Again, that's the Ramchal's presentation. So again, you have to realize, I agree with you, the reason why you're all looking at me with such downtrodden faces, and the reason why the average person in the shir feels like he's just hit the depths of his depression, I validate that because you feel, but but, but then I'm not shaykh to tshuva. Everything that Mr. Shoshim says, I'm not even close to that. There's not one avera in my life. Maybe I'm speaking for myself now. But I don't know if there's an avera in my life that I'd actually fulfill this category. So it comes out now that my tshuva is very, very distant from me. Okay. So now how do you deal with that? Now you have to deal with that. Now you have to be very careful. Because if you can't deal with this, so then you can fall into the trap of saying, because I can't deal with it, Therefore, it's not true. And that's dangerous. That's shooting the arrow and drawing the target. No, you say, I can't deal with it, and it's true. But then how can I deal with myself? That's a problem. It's a conflict. That's something we have to work about. But that's a conflict the person has to deal with. If we ever want to start discussing the truth, we have to be able to say, I'm completely not shy to tshuva, and I have to do tshuva, and I can't, and now I'm in trouble. And we have to be able to say, hmm, how am I going to get out of trouble? seems like I cannot and that's a very healthy and mature place to be but the alternatives are denial whereby you say no 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 that's the uh, 
I heard from a rabbi, he said to me, I remember that as long as you mean well, then you're doing tshuva. And the Ramchal, he knew more than the Ramchal. Uh -huh. He knew more than the Ramchal, that rabbi. He knew more. Uh, I read in a book that, no, one second, was it an article that I read in the thing that I found over there called um, Soft Torah for Pansies? We have to, again, I know, I accept, you're right, it's hard, it's tough. But at least we in touch with reality, Rabbi. At least we in touch with reality. Thank you very much for your. Thank you.